Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm so pleased to have Radio Joe Demko in the studio. We're going to talk about a CD release party you have, Joe, and I'm just surprised I have not crossed your path. It's so nice to finally meet you. Well, hi, Emily Reese. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Cool. Uh, so you've got a, seat, a new CD. Tell us all about it. Okay, the new CD started out... Um, I've been uh, running this band, Radio Joe and the Jazz Bows, since about 2012. Okay. And we're playing a lot of standards and uh, jump swing and boogie woogie and that sort of thing. And then I realized, you know, I probably should write some stuff because I started getting inspired by all the things that we were doing in the band. Yeah. And so bass player Keith Boyles. Okay. Um, on drums, Tony Guzzetti, who lives right over here on 14th of Fremont, mm -hmm. and um, Bruce Wintervold on vibraphone. Mm -hmm. And the vibraphone was the thing that made it really happen because suddenly you're in an antique world. You're in Benny Goodman's quintet without Benny and without a piano player. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's nice for me as a guitarist is I get to play those big, full jazz chords like mm -hmm. Freddie Green, Yeah. and my, my vibraphonist gets to do all the melodic stuff, and I get to sing, mm -hmm. which is playing in a lot of different bands. A lot of times you get to sing like two or three songs a night, and I decide I'm going to start my own band and sing everything. <laughs> so I decided to write some tunes, and I found it was fairly hard to do because you couldn't use soft rhymes, and you had to have pretty good melodies and chords. Yeah. And so um, what came with this record is, is all original tunes that were written kind of in the vernacular from 1928 to 1962 okay. in swing and jazz waltz and uh, novelty tunes a la Phil Harris, you know, kind of more of the entertainer style of, of, of jazz than, mm -hmm. than serious improv. Yeah. Um, although the... the the ensemble is really nice because it's a small group, mm -hmm. so you really have to listen and interplay yeah. and get those parts right to make it really swing. So mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're about, yeah. and it's been a great, a really good learning experience in how to sing jazz and how to play jazz, mm -hmm. learning on the job, yeah. as most musicians do. Exactly, exactly. I want to go back to something you said a minute ago about how you're kind of... Uh, sacrifice isn't, isn't the right word, but you're giving the melody away to someone else to play. And you're, you know, you're the guitar man. Uh, you know, a lot of band leaders want to be the one playing, playing the, the lead part, you know? So talk to me a little bit more about that dynamic kind of being more, uh, and I guess in the background as a guitarist, as, as right up front. Yeah, I think, well, uh, as a, as a singer, there's a different aspect, and the other vocalists would t tell you this is true too. When you put a song over with lyrics mm -hmm. and melody, there's a certain uh, emotion that you get to portray. Mm -hmm. So I get to be the singer guy and, and try to uh, imbue those feelings, uh, whether it's happy or sad or or uh, loving, whatever that might be, I, I get to do that. Yeah. And then I get to be, you know, the, the guy listening to somebody else do some lead work, doing some improv. So um, the, the fun thing for me is listening to Bruce do his vibes thing and then sort of playing get rhythm guitar as if I was the horn section. So instead of just chopping one, two, three, fours, yeah. I'm actually playing punches and listening to what the bass player does. So yeah. it gets to be more of an interplay. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Bruce and I will do some uh, lines that are um, duo melodies, kind of like Nat Cole and his famous guitar player, Oscar Moore. Yeah. So really trying to 
get that style of that 50s swing mm-hmm. uh, thing really happening. Yeah, yeah. Now, so the show's at Mancini's. Mancini's on Monday night, mm-hmm. free admission, free admission, 7 o'clock downbeat. Wonderful. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be selling CDs there and thank Pat Mancini yeah. at 531 West 7th in St. Paul uh, for uh, allowing us to come and uh, barge in on his stage. Yeah, what a great spot for a CD release party, huh? Yeah, it's kind of like a small Carlton celebrity room, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's really the old style thing. And we yeah. played for Pat at, at State Fair for many years in a row. Um, so he, he's a great guy and has really been supportive of musicians, especially club musicians forever. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us more about, uh, forming the jazz bows. You said in about 2012, uh, what inspired you to do that? Uh, well, I'd, I'd written a, a record, uh, back a while ago and it was kind of, it was kind of jazz stuff, but it was really, um, it was, too self-absorbed. So I decided what I needed to do was put something together that would be um, a little bit more based in standards because when I got out of the Wolverines, I really hadn't learned 30s, 40s, 50s jazz. Yeah. I'd learned 20s and 30s like crazy. Well, and because the Wolverines specialize in that style of music. Back then, we were only a 20s and 30s band. So I got out of that in 77 and then went on to Willie and the Bees uh, till 84. So then I got a day job for a while. And so after a while, I was like, you know, I really should, if I'm going to learn this stuff, I should learn it. So I went back and I started playing coffee houses, doing a solo, playing uh, swing stuff. And I found it was incredibly hard mm. to do fingerstyle jazz and sing at the same time. Yeah. And so I added a bass player and that helped a little bit. But now I'm singing and soloing my brains out. <laughs> and that's not as much fun. And then I got a keyboard player, which was cool, but it wasn't quite the right thing. And I added a drummer. And then one day I was goofing around on my synthesizer and I uh, was working on a song that I was writing and I stumbled on a vibraphone patch and I went, oh, what an idiot. (laughs) This is what I've needed all along. (laughs) So it really helped to vintage, vintageize that sound. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So now looking at arrangements, I'm basically looking at arranging for guitar and vibraphone stand-up bass and drums, and I'm not really stretching out into Mm -hmm. much else. Mm -hmm. So that really helps once you define your parameters and know what the rules are. Right. Then songwriting uh, becomes a much more interesting thing because you're not you're not you're not building for a ten-piece horn band. Yeah. You know, which is which is its own thing, which Mm -hmm. is its own world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I, I decided, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see if I can get a gig. And at the Eagles Club on um, the last Wednesday of every month, the club was always, the stage was blank. Mm. And so I went there and I said, can I have Wednesday nights? Yeah. And they said, okay, sure. So I've been playing the last Wednesday of every month since 2012. And that's really helped build the band as an ensemble because we have a regular gig. Mm -hmm. So now we can really swing together and they know the arrangements and they know my idiosyncrasies. And so I can signal ends and I can signal cues and I can signal breakdowns and we can, we can do it more like a show. Um, The first couple of years were rough because nobody came out, but then the swing dancers started (laughs) to find us. Nice. And so we played the Eagles and we played Lee's and we played a place in Mendota called the Mud Room. We played the 318 in Excelsior. So we try to move it around a little Mm -hmm. bit, but basically the Eagles has sort of been our home base. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, now the swing dancers come out 
regularly uh, the last Wednesday of every month, and they're really wonderful dancers. They're really mm-hmm. good. Nice. Not like me. I can barely dance at all, <laughs> but they can actually dance. So there's one tune on the record I do, which is a waltz. It's a grand waltz. And to watch the audience do a grand waltz while you're singing and playing, oh, it's, it's just amazing. a wonderful thing. Yeah. So I always encourage people, you know, even if you don't know how to swing dance, come out and see yeah. the show yeah. and watch those guys dance. And you might get inspired to take some lessons like I did. Try, <laughs> I took some lessons and found out I should stay on the bandstand. Yeah. <laughs> well, Radio Joe Demko, you've got your CD release party coming up Monday night. All originals, which is uh, fantastic, with your quartet, the Jazzbos. Uh, any final words before we got to say goodbye this morning? Morning. Well, I'd just like to say hi to all my friends out there in Radio Land and uh-huh. go Polars go here Polers. at North High. That's right. This my is your alma, alma mater. mater. That's right. Class of 72. Awesome. And in two years, it'll be the 50th reunion. Oh, my gosh. Unreal. Radio yeah, Joe Demko, you don't look a day over 40. What? <laughs> I thank you, I think. <laughs> all the best. Really glad to have you in here. Thanks much. Thanks, Emily.